Put the fucking mic on. Mic is on. Joe cracked it on, This is Trevor May from the Minnesota Twins, and you're listening to the End of the Bench Podcast. Welcome to episode 43 of End of the Bench. On the show, we'll discuss Stanley Cup playoffs game one. Bruins took that one. Dallas Keuchel may see the mound this year. Rumors he might want a one-year deal. We'll get into that. There's a could-be possible work stoppage in the NFL. NFL fans everywhere are freaking out, including us two. And, of course, at the end of the show, we'll have special segments, including a wild top three that Liam pulled out of his ass last week right after the show was done. As soon as I heard it, genius move. But first, let's talk NBA drama. NBA finals are going to be underway very soon, but KD is ruled out for game one. Thoughts? I mean, it's definitely... I mean, I don't. I was going to say it's definitely not good for Golden State, but they've looked... Fabulous. Fine without him, exactly. Yeah. So uh, this is not good for KD. Remember when we were we were stirring the pot last week. That's right. Well, the Warriors better without him. Now he is traveling to Toronto. Maybe they can pull him in Game Two, but it's it's getting a little weird now. I mean, the media is freaking out. You know, all the journalism, the journalists, those big J journalists are stirring the pot as well. That KD is not playing. Boogie could be good to go, which is a nice fit. He hasn't played in, you know, free, it's not, it feels like years. Yeah, they're going to so really have to ease him into it. Right. I'm saying, what do you think? Like 10 minutes, 15 That's minutes? Exactly what I was thinking, yeah. But very, like, in like long spurts. Like, you got five minutes, and then he's going to wait probably like a quarter and a half. And that He'll probably see like five minutes in the first half. If probably. That. If that. Right, right. Now, Danny Green. Um, what does it say here? Danny? He got a nice out Game of Thrones style hand of the king chain. So like you know the hand of the king, hand yes, of the yes, queen. Yes, 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 yes. He got like a chain made of that, but with diamonds and everything. That's fabulous. It looked pretty cool. Besides now, that, uh, I think Thursday is the finals game one. Yes, I'm excited for that. It kind of sucks. I don't know why the NBA finals s- sticks to their schedule. Where like they already have all the dates slotted. So even if both of the conference final games are sweeps. Those, like you're gonna be we'll waiting like wait. eight nine days. I don't know why. I mean, do you think it's because these arenas could have something scheduled already? That's what I think. Yeah, could be a concert or an event or something that's already there. It makes sense, but I feel like they, even though like that could be the case, they should just kind of leave it open ended to where if there isn't something going on, they can have you know the finals a little earlier than waiting a few days. It's gonna be very interesting. Drake's gonna be there. Oh yeah, I'm all in for Drake being there. See the Bucks banned him. Did they really? Yeah, from their arena for for life. For life. <laughs> wow, <laughs> wow, that that was a wild game, man. The the Aaron Rodgers couldn't chug a beer. Oh, that was so. That bad. That might have been the, the the seal of deal curse right there. And Drake was fired up. Yeah. Oh yeah. He wants to be a, a Raptor so bad. Oh, he would do anything. He would trade his whole music career. To, you, you to really, be like the thirteenth man. Yeah, want to look. It's 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 like you hear this all the time. Rappers want to be ball players. Ball players want to be rappers. Yep. Right. That's the old saying goes, and that's it's it's a freaking one hundred percent true. 
But Drake and Jake and Jake and Drake is being that right there. Exactly that. Did you see that? Um, remember when we were talking about the Bucks uh, owner? The owner, um, his daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was wearing a Pusha T t shirt. Uh-huh. And then so, well, she was hitting right next to Rogers. Yep. And then, you know, they went up, Raptors end up winning. And then Drake put like her face as her, his Twitter avatar. Yeah. Fucking awesome. Love so much, so much fucking petty, so petty. That's why that's why basketball is so much fun because of the petty bullshit. Yep. You see LeBron. LeBron is like, you see what he was doing yesterday on Twitter. Oh, posting like he was, he was sitting in his backyard. I guess he had some sort of event in his backyard. It was like it was a him, Westbrook, Chris Paul. There was a squad. Squad. Um, fuck. It was and there was like two. I mean, another basketball player. Uh huh. But they were like they were smoking stoves. They were, they were drinking. They were dancing. Getting that vino on. Getting the vino on. Um, also, I want to just mention something right before we get into more of the more better storylines. LeBron's son got a got a an Instagram, and he's like posting weird videos and shit. Oh, that that I'm assuming we're talking about the same weird video that was like, "What are you doing? You've never, I guess he he's never seen social media before." So I don't he's know. Like, this is what I do. Is that weird though? That. Like the bronze shielding his kids, like his son, Bronny Jr. LeBron, it, it, that's what it is. He's like, oh, I don't want my kid to like, you know, I don't want people to compare my kid to me. You know, it's it's not fair. When but you name him, you name LeBron, him fucking the same thing. Exactly, Junior. Not to. Yeah, let's name let's let's name him arguably the best basketball player in the world ever, and let's name my son the same exact name. It's not like you have Michael Jordan naming his son Michael. Right. All right. I think he does have a son, Michael, actually. Hold oh, shit, really? <laughs> and research team. Stone I'm is thinking not of the one here. that owns Flight Club. He has one son that owns Flight that like that basically runs Flight Club, the show oh, store. Really? Yeah. But I know his name is not Michael. Huh. Michael Jordan. Do you, how many kids do you have? Nope, I was right. Marcus is the... Oh, wait. Yeah. Marcus. He named Michael as one of his kids' middle name. Oh. Fun fact, that's my brother's middle name, Michael. Really? And my middle name, my middle name Jordan. Uh, How weird is that? That is weird. I thought and you were going to too, though. And I came first, so it doesn't really make any sense. Jordan Michael. Jordan Michael. A little backwards. Um, yeah, I think it's really weird that like that, that the LeBron like, shielded his like son from social media when, you know, I, I've, I've seen like fan accounts of, of him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's been blown up, <laughs> but now he has like his own Instagram now. I don't know. It's just weird. He handles weird shit. Definitely. Definitely LeBron's weird. LeBron's a weird dude. Talking about LeBron and the Lakers. Yeah. Good sign. Uh, an article, article came out today from ESPN, I believe. Very good article. Just about the Lakers' dysfunction, everything going on. Uh, I mean, it just talks about basically how the Lakers are in deeper shit than we knew, and it makes Rob Polinka seem a lot more hateable. He is definitely climbing up the tier, top tier, most hated people on the planet. For sure. For sure. Definitely in sports, but you're talking about planet-wise. Like, yeah, yeah, You're up yeah. there with Kim Jong-un. Like, he's just oh, not... Geez. He's just not <laughs> doing good shit. This man lied in the worst way. We said it before, right before we went on. You can lie about, like, you went out with your boys, right? You went out with your boys to the club, and you took home a girl. Okay. The lie is you didn't take home a girl, right? But you went out with your boys. Exactly. That's a reasonable, like, people might believe that you that story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This story that Rob Polinka said, not one person believed that. And it's not even factual. Is is the worst. This all right. So the whole story is, is that there was a, 
I guess it was at a like I don't know. It was during a, after a practice or something. Yeah, the whole team was there. It looked like there were some staff members there, and I'm assuming what is like the video room where yeah. they watch all the film. Film, right? And The Rock, Dwayne Rock Johnson was there. Yeah, I guess giving a nice speech. He was probably like the keynote speaker or whatever. Right. You want to say like these guys, the players are in their basketball shorts, like they just came back from practice. Yeah, yeah. Rock's probably giving a speech about. You know, not the you know some some motivation. Yeah, he's a great motivational speaker. You ever see his Instagram? He's great. But then, your boy, Rob Palenka, went on to say this weird ass story about how Heath Ledger, the legend himself, that was playing this amazing role as a Joker yep. in the Batman, said that it just correct me if I'm wrong. It's about how his method acting was unbelievable. Correct. Yeah, and in the way he practiced it and was dedicated to it well Polinka said that he he made like a lunch or a dinner reservation with Heath Ledger and Kobe so that Kobe could learn this weird method of of work ethic right before a game against the Knicks in, in New York yep completely a lie doesn't even make any sense. Yeah, Give it, me the dates. You in, just had it before. In the thing, Polinka comes out, in the video that came out, uh, Polinka's saying how uh, right after Dark Knight came out, Kobe saw it, and he was really, like, he loved how Heath Ledger played the role, and once he found out that he was a method actor and all that stuff, he really, like, dove into Heath Ledger and wanted to meet him and learn from him. So Rob said, Polinka, Rob Polinka said, he set up a meeting with them, they had lunch together and talked. That's a lie because why is that? Liam? Heath Ledger died six months before the Dark Knight was released. R.I.P. to Heath Ledger, but I, th- this story is fucking. The Dark insane. Knight came out July eighteenth, two thousand eight. Heath Ledger died January twenty second, two thousand eight. I love how you remember the date and you weren't even looking at the screen. I know that's you just read it like five hard. minutes ago. People, we we do lots of research. That's short term memory doing work. But that is just. He is just on the shit list. Yeah, this whole debacle oh, yeah. of Magic Johnson, how it looked, it was almost Magic Johnson's fault. They're like, oh, why is he leaving? And then you, then you realize that it really is Palenka who's stirring sure. the pot. And now he's stirring the pot again with all the lies. And Kobe came out and said, like, yeah, that's not true. So like, guess what? Magic Johnson hates you? And guess what? I probably hates you. Kobe. Those are two Lakers <laughs> you don't want on your shit list. If Kobe was dead too, then he'd have no one to go back on the right. story. And guess what? Everyone would believe it. <laughs> yeah. Be like, oh shit, that makes sense. You forgot like probably the most integral person in the story. Yeah. <laughs> one alive. guy's alive and one guy's dead. This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and what about this? Like you have Kobe and John- Magic Johnson on your shit list. Who's the next Laker? Where if he adds to the shit list and then and then Plink is done, and then once he is done and he goes back to being an agent again, who's gonna want to sign with him? Right, he's I think if Sha- I think he gets Shaq on a shit list. Oh, it's over. You know how hard it is to get Shaq on your shit list? Oh, probably very hard. I would like the guys are still alive. The big names you got Kareem. Kareem is still cooking. Yep. James Worthy's alive still. Correct. Um, Shaq and Jerry I, West, who is a very famous Laker, but now he's running the Clippers. Right. That's so. These are people you just don't want to fuck up. Yeah, and I can Big see time. it happening. The next six months, something else is to pick up. I mean, th- these two things happen in what three months? Yeah, two months. I mean, if he ha- has a bad free agency, it's just oh be my god! Guess who? who? We're thinking of the wrong person. LeBron. That's the person that's, on the, that's next. Yeah, because LeBron, because LeBron's gonna talk to Genie Boss, and Genie Boss is like, all right, I guess all I have right, to LeBron. fire him. Yeah. Sorry. 
Palenka, you're done. See ya. <laughs> LeBron's the new GM now. Yeah, LeBron's the new GM. <laughs> now, talking from one shitstorm to an actually a pretty cool story. Definitely. Top prospect RJ Hampton is choosing to go to Australia down under instead of college basketball, which he was supposed to be his choice of school would have been Kansas. Yes. But also Duke wanted him. I think he had like a he had a three seven and a twelve sixty or something like that on the SAT. He could have gotten into Harvard Smart to play kid. ball. Smart kid. And he chose to go to Australia to play with the New Zealand Breakers. He was number five in the ESPN one hundred class nineteen. And I think of uh forgot his name, but uh big ESPN guy with uh put out his uh I guess twenty Zach Lowe? No, not Zach. Oh, I know I know you're talking about another phase, so I just can't remember the name. Well, he put out his uh, draft class for next yeah. year, his uh, rankings. Yep. And this kid's slated to go sixth overall. So this kid's fucking legit. Definitely. He's the first American player to willingly forego college to play inter- international basketball. And, yes, people are going to say, oh, other guys have done that, like Brandon Jennings, Emmanuel Moutier, Terrence Ferguson. But they all had issues regarding their academic status. So oh, so these they, kids- they were kind of forced to go there. He's the first guy that— So you're telling me those three guys are just dumb. Not dumb, but say uh, like uh, credit for Moutier since he came to America late. Like he was a you okay. know born in a different country, yes. moved to bounce around a few different countries before he came to America. It was difficult to determine his exact grade level. Wow! Oh, that and sucks. I think he was saying he was younger than he was, but the like grade level wise, and yeah. NCAA was coming back with no like you're older, so you're technically not allowed to compete. Oh. Well, good for him to go overseas. Was Brennan Jennings born overseas too? I th- I feel like he was. I believe he was. Like Japan or something. I know he played in he played in, uh, I think he played in China, but I'm pretty sure he was born overseas, and that's where it came in. And I'm saying there with Terrence Ferguson. I think he was uh, somewhere in the Caribbean. He was born. I remember he was supposed to be dirt. Like remember Brennan Jennings coming up was like the truth. Yeah, insane. Yeah, what happened to him? He's playing in the league. Uh you know what? I actually met him. You did? Yeah, he played. He played. He was on the uh, Bucks G League team. For, oh shit! For like uh, two, three games this past season. Oh yeah. Um, but this is pretty cool. This is the first of its kind. I think he saw. I think he, I read something. He was fond, very fond of like Luka Doncic and how he played overseas for a little while, yes, uh, for a long exactly. time. I mean, he started there. I right? mean, you you know you have you can have guys twenty seven, twenty eight with families on your team. And I mean, in in college, you have kids talking about, oh, I had to switch my major because there's, you know, too much time involved with basketball. Right. Like then NCAA is saying, oh, you're prioritizing education. Like if you're making kids switch majors from what they want to do for a career to say, no, like you can't do that because you have to invest so much time in basketball. Then like. What's the point? Exactly. Go get paid. Get real life experience. And, and I think this is great because he is really getting real life experience overseas. Yep, totally different place, for sure. Australia, it's still a, like a legitimate professional league, though. Absolutely. Shout out uh, Big Cat, who's a minority owner, right? Yes, a minority owner. Yeah, that's, that's what it's called. Um, of the New Zealand Breakers. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Good. I see, mean, good for you, him. He's getting the bag. Do you? He is, that's what he put on his Instagram, didn't he? Yeah, something just like that. Do you do you think we're going to see more of this soon? Definitely. I think he could be a, a huge trailblazer for this because like the NCAA, everything going on with that and them not paying players, like kids basically having to give away their likeness and all of that for yeah. free. 
if this works out with Hampton, he goes over that he plays well and he gets drafted in the lottery or even the first round, I think that's going to be gateway. Do we know how much money he's making now? No, not released yet. I don't know if it will because I don't know how the laws work over there with Australia and everything, but I'm assuming it will be because I know Moutier's was released. I think he, he made like 1.1 mil and he played like a dozen games. Well, how long was his contract? It was a full season, but he was injured, so he only played the 12 games. Okay. By the time he came over, I think they were already like starting the season. and then Imagine that. like You are making all this money coming out of high school. Yep. It's like think of your major league. You're a player getting drafted out of baseball, right? Exactly. And this kid, uh, Hampton, played for, I think it was called like the Moutier Elite. So like Moutier's AAU team or a tournament team. Oh, so wow. There were also roots there, uh, you know. Right, including the ones that he kind persuaded of him to go. Saw right. Exactly. Now his whole family's moving there too. Yeah, that's crazy. You're picking up. It's just I would think like why wouldn't just uh, just Hampton go there? You know, you're picking up the whole family, other siblings. They're moving different schools just, and everything. I think it'll just esta- like help him establish like maybe get into that lifestyle and like you know he's a professional. Right. You got, like you're, he's working twenty four seven. So I, I think it's gonna work out, but you know we'll see. You're a big basketball fan, right? A huge basketball okay. fan. Question for you. So you're in you're you're uh Hampton, right? Okay. You're in his shoes. You're the sixth or fifth, whatever it was, prospect on this list. Yep. You have the option to go to any college basketball school in the country, top tier like him. Yeah. Duke, like Zion did, right? Would you want to get that college experience? Not the fucking partying shit or or just being at the school, right? Because you're College basketball players are different. If you're a top tier basketball player, you're different than anybody else. Are you're not? You're really not going out and partying because you're focused on one thing and one thing only: secure the NBA money after the year. Exactly. So you're a top not ten the, for one semester, right? Six months, five months, whatever, four, whatever it is. You know how much money you're going to make. Yep. So your goal is to kick ass through that whole first that that for that one year you're there. Exactly. Would you rather? experience that college basketball, the March Madness um, type of basketball, or would you rather go overseas and play overseas for a year or two? That's something I really have to think about. I think it really matters financial situation. Because we all know, you know, Coach Case paying his players, certain players, whatever. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, we, we probably, probably does. But... I feel like I would love to have the experience playing overseas and like building that bond because you you guys they're like he's played with probably the best basketball players at his age yes for sure in the country and those guys all came up together playing on these these AAU teams exactly, traveling the country yeah. when they were young like like um Barrett and uh, Zion didn't they play together when they were very young yeah they did. So that's why they already had the great chemistry already. Yep, exactly. So I, I thought I would think you were playing with your, your best friends your whole life, and then you're gonna go play in college together or against each other. I feel like you want to do that. Yes, but like, I think what really is behind his decision is his family, because I know his dad played overseas. Okay, he's some experience, and I'm pretty sure like they they're they're doing well. They're pretty well off money wise. Oh. So, like, they can afford... Not, I'm not saying, like, loaded, loaded, but, like, you know... They're middle they, class. they have money to where they can okay. make this one-year sacrifice, probably not even, probably six-month sacrifice, to go play in the uh, Australian... At uh, the AMBL League? Australian National Basketball League, whatever. That's not even the point. I think it's... It's wise enough... I'm trying... I forgot where I was going with this. It's a good decision for them to go. <laughs> with their resources they have, it's worth it. 
for them to go over for six months, him make the money he's making to obviously help his family. And I think it's just worth it to him and them more to not give up his likeness, earn that money right. while still be still like, you know, going towards his end goal, which is getting to the NBA. Well, it's pretty cool how how he's doing this. And I he, like you said, he's definitely a trailblazer because yeah. I think that you're going to see a lot of kids. And the fact that this is not like a top 20, this is not like a 20, 20th ranked. This is a top five. Yeah. Top 10 Huge player. name. Huge name. Huge name. From one name to another, we got Java Morant, who's going to come out of the draft number two, probably like 99% positive. This could be number two overall pick. Yeah, for sure. He just signed with so. Nike. Multi-million dollar deal. Yep. He's going to get drafted in the next couple weeks. Uh, right? Yeah, May 14th. May 14th. So, two weeks? Just about two weeks. Uh, Wait, May 14th already happened. Yeah. It, uh, that was a draft lottery. That was a lottery. Oh, boy. We're still wrapped up with the Knicks not getting the, the top two. <laughs> I've so, forgotten about it. I just accepted uh, Barrett's on, par- on the Knicks. Uh, so, Morant came out and said on his Instagram, all my life my parents worked for a check. Now I'm proud to say I work for the check. Hashtag Nike, hashtag Nike basketball. That's pretty dope. Yeah. And then Nike, uh, they're in the midst of a $1 billion eight-year league partnership. So they're doing the jerseys, the apparel. Different and outfits, right. for the first time, it features a brand's logo along with the NBA's logo on the uniform. Over 67% of the league's w- league wore Nike sneakers last season with other 7% wearing the company's Jordan brand uh that's crazy. And I think this is a Insane. great player to sign for Morant. I think it's a great decision for him, too. Uh, he wore KDs and Kyrie's his whole college career. But I love both of those shoes, personally. That really doesn't have anything to do with this. But, yeah. Um, so, he's going to be joining, obviously, a crowd of rostered Nike athletes. Nike has everyone from LeBron, Kyrie, KD. You can go down the list. But I think the be- the best part and the best deci- this why this is the best decision for him is because... Nike's doing more with just with they're doing more with not just their signature athletes with their like lower tier athletes. So like you have rising stars Jason Tatum, Devin Booker, De'Aaron Fox. They're all getting their own collabs and not even on basketball shoes, on Air Force Ones, on Air Max ninety threes, Air Max ninety sevens. So it's just showing that Nike is willing to invest in their you know not top top tier athletes, and I think that was definitely. You know, a reason why he made this decision because it can show him, hey, you know, I won't be just another guy wearing Nike. I have the opportunity to get my own, uh, my own sneaker, my own Nike, my own player edition. Right. Just very open ended, and I don't know. I think it was a good decision. I think it's a great decision. Now, who in the world is going to sign Zion? That is the big question. Has to be Nike, right? Has to be. Has to be. I mean, it, that's ad campaign you could run for twenty years if Zion, you know, absolutely is how good he is supposed to be. I mean, Nike has the biggest names in the world for basketball. Like you, when LeBron, the jo- Durant, when the Jordan Kyrie. campaign came out about the Jordan one, yeah. and it, and the whole band, uh, you know, you know the whole band mm-hmm. thing basically how it came out and had band, and yeah. boom, they slapped the red box over it. You know, he couldn't wear it. Zion signs on Nike. They're gonna have the clip of him blowing through the shoe, and then boom to the future. Nike, uh, Zion with his own Nike, new Nike shoe that you know he can't rip through. Right, just and they've tested hundreds and hundreds of thousands of times. Exactly, you just see a, a video of Zion doing a hundred cuts on the one shoe, yeah. trying to break through. It's gonna it. be a great commercial. Exactly, and they'll be able, that's something that will be in Nike's history forever. Right, just like the Spike Lee, Michael Jordan, 
exactly. commercial. So you worth. throw the bag at him if you're Nike. The bag. How much money? Like how much money did LeBron LeBron get for LeBron? His? He, he just re upped his one billion right? lifetime. One billion lifetime. Estimated one billion. It's one of those things where he's just going to keep getting money until he dies. Isn't that crazy? You're you're so. How much money do you think he's made so far? That's what you're telling me. He's made over a billion dollars so far. No, 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 no. They just said a billion dollar lifetime contract. Which, which, okay. So it Holy. should, it'll be like you know about a billion dollars okay. throughout his life. Why would you still play basketball? I don't get it. Guy has rings. He's got MVPs. Fuck it. You're don't do anything else. He, so far, he's made three hundred million, around three hundred million, just from Nike. In his career earnings, he made two hundred thirty-four million. That's what you're talking about, man. These big time players on either side of, the, of of sports, either sport, when it comes to your top athletes, you get more money endorsements than your contract. Exact, dude. Exactly, and that's just one endorsement. LeBron has fifteen. God damn it, dude! He's probably making upwards of five, six hundred, maybe seven hundred million dollars in just endorsements. Yeah. Fuck his contract. He doesn't give a fuck about the money out there. He yep. could, he, I bet you money he'd play for free. I mean, nowadays guys can because they get all that money from their their other side deals. It just makes sense. I, I'm i still baffled that Under Armour got uh, Steph Curry. I think like, I heard Nike really uh, kind of shit on him. Really? Yeah. Why is that? I, I remember reading something a while back just saying, like, when Curry met with Nike, like, it just, however they pitched him, it just really... Turned him off. It was just a shitty pitch. Huh. And then Under Armour apparently went like, you know, head over heels for him. And they caught him just at the right time. Yeah. He was just picking up speed, right? Exactly. Was it after? Right before, it was, so he was picked, obviously, out of Davidson with the yeah. seven pick, right? The Knicks had the eight that year. Um, of course. Yeah, of course. And then, yeah, they just got him right before he exploded into, he was obviously, you know, Steph Curry in college, but. NBA Steph Curry is a lot more hype behind it. And I mean, Puma, you got to get Puma credit too for the guys they picked up recently. I mean, their biggest name is Boogie, right? And uh, Boogie, and then obviously Aiden, ton of uh, ton Aiden. of rookies. Yeah, Aiden Fox, a bunch who made the All Rookie Team. Right, which you is have great. Uh, Bagley, Aiden. Uh, obviously, Knox didn't make the team. He wears Puma. Would you ever buy a Puma basketball shoe? Hundred percent. Really? Yes. You like them? Uh, kind of buying it just. Like, I collect sneakers, so it's kind of one of those things where I just buy it to have it. Like, the first one that they very came out with, the Clyde Court, uh, it's like the DeAndre Ayton debuted it. It's the orange with the yellow stripe, the little black uh, hints on it. Like, that's one shoe I just want to get just to just, have. Right, because you want to have, like, the very first of its kind. Exactly. Okay. It's like having the first Jordan. Like, if Puma blows up, like, yeah, that shoe might be worth, you know, $1,000 in 20 years, but also just one of those, like, Clyde sentimental kind of things. I feel like Puma just can't compete, man. How can they compete against Nike and Adidas? It's going to take... That's what I mean. It's all about grabbing the athletes. They grab Zion. Puma grabs... Puma would legit throw, if they could, a billion dollars in. Exactly. But they they need to get Zion. And then in two years, they need to get the next biggest name and the next biggest name. And it would, it would be like a 20, 25-year process to get anywhere, take over the market. Right. Or Which, even get a chunk of the market, honestly. Exactly. All right. Let's move on. That was a lot of good basketball talk. Was a lot. We got NHL talk now. Bruins four two victory. Yes, Bruins won four two in Solid the game Vic. one. Four unanswered goals too, which yeah. I think is going to be huge in perspective of the series as a whole. But one moment from that game that got me fucking lit up and hyped. I'm not sure if you saw it. Tory Cruz helmetless hit. Holy shit! 
That revved me up. And he came back and fucked his shit up. Bro. He, so I forgot who was on top of him. He got his helmet kind of like ripped off when the guy was like going over him. Yeah. He I comes mean, back and absolutely levels him. That's 100% a charge if I've ever seen one, but that was a sick hit. It was needed. To, it needed to happen. You needed to do that, right? You can't get fucking shut down like that. Yeah. In front of you. It was, it was front right of in front home. of his net. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then get the fuck bro, out of here. he absolutely blew the, whoever he hit up. It was awesome. I know it's on Twitter. Bruins posted about it. It's everywhere. Yeah. Also, Lil Nas X, he sings Old Town Road. Old Town Road. He did the uh, the pregame performance. It was awesome. He was wearing the Bruins jersey. Everyone outside was jumping, singing along. That got me hyped, too. That is just a song that everyone everyone loves. You can't hate it. Yeah, but that Tory Crew came absolutely electric. That's why I love hockey. Do you think St. Louis has a chance in the series? (laughs) We got a stat later that I'll tell you, and the answer is (laughs) no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Look, this is... Oh God! If the if the ball, another Boston team wins, it's gonna be ridiculous. It's so hard. It's so hard to just keep watching every year, every sport. Boston just fucking dominates. The Bruins one doesn't hurt me as much. Red Sox it does. Won. It doesn't. Oh, I know Red Sox cringe. always hurts, but you really you, the the Boston the Bruins one doesn't hurt you. Nah. Really. I don't know why. Like, because I know you're you you're, you play hockey. You play hockey your whole life, and you're I know your Penguins. And I don't know how sometimes an Islander fan when the the a full moon, <laughs> but this for some reason I I have like friends that are big you know either Ranger or Islander fans yeah. and they they say this is one that hurts a lot more. I don't know. Bruins have never been like Yankees. You hate the Red Sox. Hate them. If you're a Knicks fan, you hate the Celtics. Hate them. If you're a any pretty much any New York. Fan, you hate the Patriots. If you're anyone, you hate the Patriots. Yeah, if you, you you just hate them. Being like a Penguin Islander fan, I just always hated the Rangers and the Flyers. I just I don't know why I never minded Boston. Who's the one team you hate the most? Like I have two that are neck and neck. Red Sox, Rangers. It's Red Sox and Bama football. Oh, okay. I just fucking hate it, and it's it's like. You say if you, I would say if someone was hate on the Yankees, you hate them because they're good. Yes. You don't boo losers. You boo winners. I hate the Red Sox and the. the you don't boo great the Rangers because they're fans. You, you don't boo terrible players. That's correct. You boo the greats. Reggie Jackson said that very famously when he was in the Red quote. Sox game, and guess who said it recently? Manny Machado when he was at Yankee Stadium. That's right. Because be boom the chef, because he was supposed to be the next shortstop for the Yankees, and he's like, "I'm gonna take 300 mil in San Diego." <laughs> I oh, love yeah. it. Another guy who's about to get paid big time. Top prospect, Capo Caco. What a name! That's a fucking name, Capo Caco. Yeah, so he's expected to be the number two overall pick in this year's NHL draft. He's 18 years old out of Finland, six two hundred ninety-four pounds. Uh, he's like the number one <laughs> international dude. He scored six goals in the. IAIHF World Championship to help Finland win the gold medal over Canada. That's a mouthful. He's a stud. 38 points in 45 games. Uh, He had 22 goals to set a Liga record for most in a season by an under-18 player. One more than Alexander Barkov, who plays for the Mm -hmm. Panthers right now, who's filthy. This kid's 18 years old, 6'2", 194. He probably just slays on and off the ice. Disgusting. 
Uh, he is, so he's slated to be the number two overall pick. He's skipping the combine, which, I mean, you know, you see like a lot of players do that, football and basketball. Yeah. They just they'll skip it because if you're that high already, you, don't you can only hurt yourself, honestly. Absolutely. So Jack Hughes, who's a center with the USA national team development program. I know program, that name. He, he's slated to be it. the number one overall pick. The Devils have the one pick. It's looking like they're going to get him, and the Rangers have the number two pick. Looks like they're going to get Capococco. Capococco. So both you know New York, New Jersey teams getting really good guys. And Capo, filthy handles. He's born in 2001, which is crazy. Uh, he also has type 1 diabetes and celiac disease, and he's gluten-free. What is celiac disease? Uh, it's like uh, I'm pretty sure it have, it's something with your auto. It's auto autoimmune disorder, mm-hmm. and it's basically you just can't have gluten in your system. It fucks you up. Interesting, but it also I think it comes along with type one diabetes. How crazy is that playing with type one diabetes? Crazy. I mean, not a lot of high level athletes can do that. Okay, tell you a quick story. Hit me. Interview Cole Stewart. You don't okay. know him? Look him up. Good kid. Very nice kid. Pitcher for the Minnesota Twins. Okay. He was the number four overall pick when he was drafted. Um, he's had a long road to get up to the major leagues. He played his first year last year. Wow. Yeah, it's been a long time. I think he was drafted 2013 maybe, 2014. Took him like four or five years to get up. Type 1 diabetic. I say, how do you pitch like that? Because you, you have to have like, the pack on you exactly. at all times. Yeah. It's, a, he, it's on his person. He has like taped onto him. Wally and like it's it's not like you're a hitter or you're just a fielder where you're just standing around. He's pitching. Yeah, that's crazy. It's awesome. And he and the way I found out, I didn't research it at all. I'm waiting to interview him and then I'm hearing him talk in the dial on the other end with the nutritionist and the and the head trainer yep. about some a new workout plan and a new um diet for him. That's crazy. And they said, Yeah, I'm because my you know, type one diabetic and about thirty seconds later I was like that's a great point to talk about. Looked it up. It was legit. He has it. Interview him. He says it's something I've. It's it's like second nature. I, I don't even notice it's there when I when I'm pitching. This this like the thing that he has was to have he, on. Was he born with it? If it was type one, I'm kind of assuming, right? Or he got it early. Age? He got it like around when he was eight. Oh wow! Okay. Seven or eight years old. Great story. Great kid. But that's the coolest shit, though. When yeah. when these athletes can play with that and excel at a high level. Now, Cole Stewart isn't Clayton Kershaw, Still but he's in the majors, bro. playing major yeah. league baseball. Now, this is different. This guy's going to be a, a fucking stud. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Next up, Gary Bettman and the NHL said they're going to take a hard look at expanding the use of replay. Obviously, in the Blues-Sharks game from the Western Conference Finals. The hand pass. The hand pass. Yeah, everyone knows it. The hand pass that uh, should not have been allowed. No. So... NHL came out and said the ability to review and parse plays down to the millisecond has become both a blessing and a curse, just talking about all sports in general. If we are to extend video replay and we are looking at that possibility, we must find the right balance when it comes to how much more to use and when to use it without affecting the flow, pace, and excitement of our game. And I think you know the replay should just be automatic if a game ends in, overtime, in an overtime goal, like it is in NFL, how you know yep. the last two minutes or in overtime they review every score. NFL just fixed their uh, pass interference plays. Yes, and exactly. I mean, you looked at that replay during the Saints-Rams game, clearly a pass interference call. Is this, like, we're, we're going to a point in sports now that every sport has instant replay? Yes. Baseball is the last sport to have it? Yep. When is it going to be too much? Like, when baseball is an overturn balls and strikes, that's definitely going to be... That's going to be... 
That happens baseball. I'll stop watching fun. baseball. I'll stop watching baseball right? too. And you know me, I'm a big baseball fan. Yeah, guy, you so never stop watching baseball. Never. I never stop. <laughs> Watch it today. Speaking of baseball, Dallas Keuchel may be signing soon. He wants that one-year deal. He's getting sick of asking for a four- to six-year contract worth $20 million each. He's asking for one eight, around $18 million. Um, teams that keep getting in the mix. Like The Yankees are always in the mix. They've been talking... Feels like nonstop rumors. Yeah, I think they were the first ones to go watch him uh, pitch a simulated game. Right. Uh, his agent Scott Boris came out and said there have apparently been an abundance of scouts in attendance to watch Keuchel throw, and he obviously threw a number of simulation games. Uh, a ton of sh- a ton of scouts showed up. Apparently, so many they had to open up the hot dog stand. That's usually <laughs> a pretty good sign. So he came out. Uh, Boris said, "I think Dallas is certainly going to have a level of interest and demand," and. It also shows how teams really value their draft picks because the draft is coming June 2nd. Mm -hmm. Once June 2nd passes, clubs will no longer need to surrender a draft pick to sign him. And that is huge. Huge. One big one in particular that happened years ago. The Yankees trade. The Yankees not even when you're in trades. It also happens in free agency. So like if you sign a, a, a big time free agent, yep, you have to like get hand over your draft pick, right? The Yankees did that in 2009 when they signed Mark Teixeira. Exactly. Yes. And guess what? They and Teixeira was in the Angels. I know who that turned into. Angels had back to back draft picks that year in the lower 20s. Hot, yeah, it was actually yeah lower 20s. Um, pick Trout and Randall Gritchick. And guess what draft pick Trout was? The Yankees. That is very true. That's what happens. And the fact that they, they're going to try waiting, these teams are going to wait until they don't have to forego, uh, you know, have to give away their draft pick is huge. The teams that I think need one the most is I think the Yankees do need a pitcher. You know, they're, Paxton's pitching on Wednesday. You know, Sabathia keeps getting hurt. I feel like, it, and we don't know when Severino's going to come back, so I think the, I think the Yankees could use Keuchel. But that means Keuchel needs to get rid of his beard. That's huge. Get rid of your that beard. That's, that, that's him. That's his brand. That's true. I didn't even think about that. Always, It's the stupidest thing. How dumb is that? Honestly stupid. At this point, I mean, it's tradition, but... I think you it's know. a little enough enough because the beard gives a little personality. I mean, Giambi had the 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 very famous mustache, the thick, gross mustache I he used to it. grow, and that I think is like the 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 most you can do. Like if you have a five o'clock shadow going, they're they're like a rod used to do it a bunch of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was almost too much for sure for a whole face. But I think Keuchel is going to be signing soon, but you're not going to see him for a long, long time. Yeah, if he yeah, signs yeah. next week, it's what, June next week? So he'll pitch in like July, maybe like middle of June. Take two or three weeks to get himself acclimated to pitching against live batters yeah. and get his innings up, whatever. On to another story in baseball is Phillies outfielder Odubel Herrera was arrested on a charge of simple assault following domestic incidents incident in Atlantic City, New Jersey, on Monday night. Herrera has been placed on the uh, administrative leave by Major League Baseball per the league's domestic violence policy. 
The leave can last up to seven days while Major League Baseball officially looks into the arrest, and it can be extended while that whole process continues. Yep. The Atlantic City Police Department said in a statement posted on Facebook that the officers responded to the Golden Nugget Hotel. Oh, what a name. And casino at 8.33 p.m. Eastern Time on Monday after a report of domestic violence was made. Officers found Herrera's 20-year-old girlfriend with visible signs of injury to her arms and neck that was sustained after being assaulted by her boyfriend. That's a quote from the department. The woman refused medical attention. Herrera was located in his hotel room and arrested without incident and released. Uh, his court date is, should be it's around June 17th. The Phillies said they immediately reported this incident to Major League Baseball, which is a great move by yes, them. Yes, for sure. Um, after learning about it Tuesday morning, Phillies GM said that Tuesday he can't discuss specifics on the case, but he says the outfielder called the team to apologize. Manager Gabe Kapler. I know this is a lot to. There's a lot there's of details, a lot of information, but this is very important. Gabe Kapler met with the team too to discuss the incident because domestic violence is never acceptable. Herrera is also 27 years old. He's having a shitty season. 22-22 batting average with a home run and 16 RBIs this season. Um, I did tweet about this earlier today. I'm not a fan of this. Yes, I saw that tweet, Taylor. I was furious. The fact that this is happening yet again in baseball. We had Addison Russell, right, towards the end of the year last yep. year. He then served his 40-game suspension this year. Really wasn't accepted by Cubs no, fans. No, big booze, big booze right when he came You up. had Roberto Ozuna last year Yep, for the Toronto Blue Jays. He did his 80-game suspension, whatever it was, and then the Blue Jays cut him. And he's not a scrub. No, he was, he's a good pitcher. He's a very good closer, and he's he's having a, probably an all-star year right now with the Astros. Everyone thought that's a little weird and a little awkward. Why in the world are they going to pick up this other guy? Because... I mean, you see this in all sports. The teams that pick up these guys, it's weird. Kareem Hunt, right? Cut by the Chiefs. Browns pick him up. Everyone thinks the Browns is a dirtbag Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But you know, the, that investigation is still going on. With Herrera, it's almost clear cut. Definitely clear cut. There's bruise marks on his girlfriend. This, he, he's me getting that, uh, that suspension for sure. And I think if the Phillies were smart, they cut his ass. I agree. Kid's an all-star. He was an all-star last year. He's having a really bad year this year. Yep. He's not good right now. This would show, again, yet again, a example that you don't fuck around. It's that easy. It's that easy. Don't be don't, an asshole. Don't be an asshole. Don't do this. You're not supposed to hit women. I think the Cubs should have cut Russell because they don't need him. They really don't need him. Yeah. Honestly. Javi, Javi Baez is a fucking beast. Second base is either David Bodie or I don't even know. David Bodie plays third, but he probably can play second base too. I don't know. That's not the point. The point is that these guys should get a harsher penalty, maybe even a year, like a steroid, a steroid penalty. Oh, okay. I say, I say, just to get it through their fucking head that you can't fucking do this. It's terrible. Yeah, you fuck fucking up. trash. Let's too. get to a little lighter note here. Yes, big cleats story here. Clint Frazier. And his cleats taking the baseball by storm and also putting Liam in a pretzel. My brain is fried. That's all I think about. Talk to me. All right. So we talked about it last week. Uh, we're doing a little little blogging, a little stuff for the Bronx Bombers news. And I basically did an in-depth look at Clint's cleats he's worn this year. And I have a lot of stats 
that I know, but I probably shouldn't. Yeah, it's pretty wild. You put a whole Excel spreadsheet and everything about the, how he's doing batting average-wise. Well, go he, ahead and He wore the Nigel Sylvester's today, Taylor. Oh, really? Yes. Go for ahead. The eighth time of the season. All right, so here are some stats that I know that I probably shouldn't know. They're also on my Twitter. Yankees win 75% of their games when Clint wears the Jordan 1 Jeter respects. Should be wearing them every day. Hell yeah. Actually, he wore them for uh, six of their seven-game winning streak. And when they lost, yes, two, uh, three games ago, he took them off. And now he's on to the Nigel Silvestres. Clint is batting 400 with two home runs, 10 hits, three ribbies when he wears the Jordan 1 Nigel Silvestres. He's wearing those tonight, so hopefully a ribby or a home run, something like that. And the Yankees are undefeated, 3-0, when Clint wears a cleat that has a market value of $750 or more. It's <laughs> so, the most pointless stat I think I've ever heard. Wait for it, Taylor. Oh my the God. Yankees are like undefeated, 2-0, when Clint wears an even-numbered Jordan cleat. Wow, you have a lot of time. The Yankees are 3-1 when Clint wears a low-top cleat. And yeah. the Jordan 13 Black Cat is the only cleat Clint has worn that the Yankees haven't won a game in yet. And it makes sense with 13 being a famously unlucky number. I wore 13 college. Probably goes to show my unluckiness in my career. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I didn't even think about I, that. I did it to myself. <laughs> that's right. That's A-Rod. That's A-Rod. That's my boy. Um, that is very, very interesting stats here. With uh, How long did this take you? I mean, I have an Excel spreadsheet, so it's pretty easy now, honestly. You're just punching the numbers. I mean, like, you know, every night, like, when the game's going on, I tune into the game. I watch a little. I either wait for Clint to get in at bat or see him in the field, look at what shoes he's wearing. After the game ends, I go look at the stats, plug them in. That's about it. The initial setup was hard because it was already, already like 30 games in the you season. You were behind by 30 games. Yeah, right. but like now that it's day to day, it's not bad at all. And you're keeping up every single game. Yeah, I'm still going. I think we were. He he played in thirty two games when I first started, and now I think t- tonight is going to be his thirty eighth. Yankees Red Sox this weekend, so the, the, at least two of those games are going to be um, nationally televised. Probably a Fox on Saturday. I'm assuming Friday, yes. Saturday, Fox, and Sunday's ESPN. That's what I'm guessing. He better freaking bring out those seven hundred fifty dollar more cleats so they keep he winning. He better show <laughs> bring up. Bring that heat. Stunting. That's right. All right, let's move on. NFL. NFL. Dude. Right Not before good. we get special segments. Not good NFL news. No. I saw this right before uh, I left work today. I texted oh. you. Yes. I saw this. I said. Ooh, some lightning. Yeah, it's pouring right now. It's it's, it's raining kind of hard. Um, yeah. NFL PA sends a lockout warning. There could be a work stoppage. So the NFL collective bargaining agreement, the CBA, with the NFLPA, sets to uh, is set to um, expire after twenty twenty season, which is not good because that's next season. Correct. Uh, the two sides have been busy trying to negotiate a new deal this off season, and although things seem to be going well, uh, what's his name? Demoris. Demoris Smith is still telling players to play for a work stoppage. That is not. That doesn't sit well. That is not good. Uh, Smith he sent out emails to all the agents around the league just. Telling them basically, make sure your clients are financially prepared for a lockout or a strike at least of one year. Dude, that's terrible. Yeah. Think of a life without football. I want you to, Liam, I want you to sit back, close your eyes. He's now legit sitting back, close your eyes. Imagine you're waking up Sunday morning. You wake up, you're hungover because you went out Saturday night. 
But you wake up and you say, oh, everything's going to be okay because there's going to be 15 games on today. And the Giants are playing at 1 o'clock against the, the, let's just say the Cardinals. You think the Giants are going to take a victory? Then you turn on Fox. You think Joe Buck's going to call your game? Oh, sorry. There's no football on. And now what the fuck are you going to do with your life? I'm going to either be watching NASCAR or Irish hurling. Those are the two lopsided sports I've ever heard. That was so. That's <laughs> the only thing I know I can spectrum. catch on a Sunday morning. That's what life would be without football. That would There's be fun. No, imagine the businesses that would be destroyed. Think about it, so many bars, probably right. Let's not even think. B dubs gone. Just put a t- I was just about to say it. <laughs> Don't even think about your local pubs. Think about B dubs, Fridays, Chili's, Applebee's. Applebee's half-off apps are destroyed because there's no football. <laughs> Life as you know it would be fucked. That's right. Imagine football not existing. Now think of this. Guys are playing college football. Your top-tier guys, Tua, Jake Fromm, don't know anybody else. That's <laughs> right. They, go get, they get drafted. But those guys already get drafted. But there was no football season. Now, are you concerned, like, oh, fuck, was tw- could there be a 2021 20- lockout? Because we haven't got our shit together all year? Those people are probably freaking out. Then we'll say, oh, maybe I'll stay. I'm going on a rant here. Then we'll stay another year. I don't know. <laughs> um, but I just can't imagine football. Like, no football. That would blow. It would blow. Well, I, I don't know what I would do on Sunday mornings. Nothing. So the last four years of my life, no, five and a half years, those four in college, I watched football with my roommates every single day, every Sunday. It was the best. Legit. I was hungover as shit. I knew <laughs> I, had, I, had, I had like leftovers in the fridge, and I was set. We ordered food, and we watched football from noon to 8 o'clock to the primetime game, and it was great. And then what about this? We don't have fucking Thursday night games, no Monday night games. I would be lost. No, no booger. Well, the Booger Mobile is actually gone now. RIP to that. But no Booger on TV. Who who are we gonna fucking bust balls? No one. No Antonio Brown. Uh, I'm lost for words. Right. I'm just going on rant here. What else would we miss? No Eli Daniel Jones discussion. Who's gonna love, start? That would suck. That would suck. To that. Who who's gonna throw punches first? Is it like Antonio Brown, or will it be like you know John Gruden? John Gruden. Who's going to fight we'll first? Know. We would never know. We want the NFL back. But it's still here. We want it to stay here. What would players even do? Like a lot of players won't need jobs. Nah, I feel like uh, most of the time nowadays they have Enough their money. side excursions. Well, I wonder yeah. what the base salary is for the NFL. Base salary for baseball is like, it's like not bad, right? No, I think it's right near a mill. Really? Yeah. NFL base salary, $480,000. You can live off that. You're fine. These guys players are fine. Yeah, as long as they're smart and, you know, they're not running around right, buying cars around and all that crap. Buying, you know, tons of drugs and partying or whatever. Exactly. Let's move to another player who, speaking of partying. Yes. Zeke. Zeke. Obviously, we talked about, you know, a few pods ago, probably a few weeks ago, honestly, now. Uh, he was involved in a weird dust-up with a security guard at a music festival in Vegas. He was briefly placed in handcuffs. Uh, the authorities eventually let him loose. 
But now the NFL are saying they might investigate the situation. Zeke wasn't arrested or charged with anything. So what's the problem? What's the problem then? Right? Yes and no. He was he was being a dick. He was being a cop. Blocker charge, if you've seen the video. Definitely, I would say definitely a charge. Eh. Yeah, he did. Security guard's feet weren't set. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't in the restricted area. He wasn't in the restricted area. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's it's so stupid. Like, he shouldn't have never, it never should have happened. Yeah. Phones pop out. Exactly. Instantly. Little incidental life. contact, as they'd say in the football world. All right, Ben Watson, last football news. Obviously, Patriots just signed him a one-year deal. He's 38. He got popped for PEDs, four-game suspension to start the season. Patriots knew about it before they signed him. Probably isn't actually a horrible thing because, you know, you've had Tom Brady getting suspended. Julian Edelman getting suspended to start of the season. It's worked out. You've had Aaron Hernandez. It's also really bad. Yeah, that didn't murderer. work out. No, it did not work out. I mean, you have your owner in a world of, <laughs> in a world of shit. I'm still waiting for that video to come out. I think it's not, it's not coming out. It's not coming out? No, it won't. I think there's just the rules of uh, that they're, they're not going to show it. I'll find it. All right, so... <laughs> wow. <laughs> so you really want to see this old Jewish man's peach? He's, I didn't know he was Jewish. Oh, maybe he is. I don't know. I still want to see his peach. I'm looking up. Bob Kraft. <laughs> Bob Kraft is definitely Jewish. Anyway, Watson, uh, he wrote on a note, I believe on Twitter, Facebook. You know, athletes post their notes from their iPhone. Uh, he wrote that... After he retired, he was expecting to stay retired, but a doctor pre- prescribed him bioidentical testosterone cephionate. It's basically just to help him heal his body and mind after a long career of getting beat up in the trenches. He took the PED test, the NFL one, on March 29th, and he said he completely forgot about it when NFL teams you know, started showing interest in him <laughs> He's in like, late April. shit. Exactly. But he said, I'm very excited and thankful to return to England. I was very disappointed that I wouldn't be able to play and contribute immediately. But I think it's all going to work out. What sucks is the four-game suspension will cost him $482,000 in base salary and $141,000 of his signing bonus. Breaking news. Other than that. Breaking news. Oh, hit me. Bob Kraft is Jewish. Oh, he is? Yep, confirmed. Wow. Wikipedia. How'd you know that? Okay. It's not bad. Just rich, billionaire, owner. You know, I just thought, hey, could be a Jew. Just said it. Whatever. Fair enough. I'm Jewish, so I can say it, so no one fucking go after me. <laughs> I was waiting for that. I can say it. It's fine. It's fine. All right. That was part one. That was awesome. That was. I went off of that NFL thing. That was a good rant, honestly. It was a good rant. All right, so we'll take a quick break. you hear an ad from our friends at Anchor, and then we'll get into some top three in the rest of our special segments right after this. All right, we're back thanks to Anchor, special segments time. This is a very different top three where you're used to. We're usually in the sports side of it, but Liam wanted to take it another level. That's right. So right now we got top three ad-libs. From rap songs. Rap songs, correct. I went first last time, so Taylor's going to go first this time. Oh, I'm, I'm so really excited. afraid he's going to steal like my number one. Like every, If you know me... In a fun setting. I say this a lot. And I'm saying it right now. No. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Okay. Oh. Oh, I, that's not what you wanted? No, that's not where I was going with that. All right. Taylor okay. Has- okay. I could do pretty well. That is good. Cardi B, baby. All right. 
No, I wouldn't. My I would so pick. bad. I, this I is my favorite of all, all time. It's probably my favorite. I just had to do Cardi B. This one's a fucking shout out, French Montana and Kanye. If you don't know what ha means, then go fuck yourself. Yeah, so I listen to some better music. All right, Taylor, round well, two. The, the, well, the whole backstory, the whole hand, we were we always said that as kids, like all of us. Throughout. I heard it in like it had to be like a Kanye song, a French Montana song, in like middle school, and it just sounded so funny. And then like in our whole friend group, ever since that, whenever like anything like something good happens, we always everyone said just it. breaks out. Ha! Ha! It's like a celebratory kind did. of thing. Everybody did. I can't even explain it, but all right, all right. those are our first two picks, both good. I'm gonna go with oh. Damn it, Taylor! <laughs> Motherfucker, I go, oh! <laughs> oh Rick Ross. Rick oh. Ross? <laughs> that was such a good one. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Damn. Fat ass Rick Ross. <laughs> oh. Bingo! Oh. Fucking love it. All right, that, uh, that was the one on my list you took. All right, <sighs> next one I'm going to have to go with. I'm going to go with Designer. Oh, okay. From the hit song Panda. Draw! <laughs> Draw! Draw! Nice, nice, nice. I hate him though. Like I can't stand him. Yeah, no, that's the pain is the only song I listen to. Panda, 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 panda. All right, Taylor. Oh, your boy. final pick. Jesus, this is tough. This is tough. I'm gonna go with my boy, Travis Scott. What do you got? It's lit. Oh, okay. It's lit. Good pick. Good pick. I like it. We're gonna tweet these out also. Amigos have like a thousand that they can do. All right, I got the last pick. Okay. I'm between a couple. Okay. You have to pick one. Oh, this is hard. Okay, this is this isn't gonna be a great one. Okay, very sentimental. Okay, was Khalifa's laugh? What? That's that's an ad lib. Yeah, it's a, he, he throws that in a couple songs. Really? Yeah. Mm, I'll, I'm expecting a little better out of your third one. I just I, I like that one a lot. Honorable mentions. What we got? This is, all right, obviously Bob. <laughs> Yes, I have t- 21, 21. Oh, okay. 21 I got Gucci Mane and 2 Chains. Also, I guess a little bit of Quavo. Skirt! Yeah, that one's a good one. Uh, 2 Chains. 2 Chains. Oh, okay. I got, um, D- obviously, DJ Khaled. Another we one. The, we the best. Yeah, he's got a ton. He's got a ton. Um, I guess like the old school, like Jay-Z. Over. Um. Migos, there's a thousand. Oh, there's, they have so many. I'm, I'm really ashamed, but Drake has bunches that we didn't say. Uh, I think his just aren't as, like... I guess they're not as, as, like, memorable, I guess? Maybe, yeah. I don't know. I don't think he uses them enough. Maybe. Like, everyone knows, huh, because Kanye and Fr- French Montana says it in every single song. Everyone knows yeah. O'Kerr, because O'Kerr. Cardi B. I do it's it pretty late. good. Travis Scott, you do do it pretty good. Uh, the dra designer. Everyone knows Panda. That was like the biggest There's song the, for a whole two years. One, uh, meow, or is it like uh, that's not meow, but it's like I can't even like. Oh, I know it. Um, Ow, right? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's one. Um, there's I remember there's a big list I was reading before that was the best ad libs. Let's see, best ad libs right now. All right, hit me with some. <sighs> Like Kanye has like seven hundred. Um, let's see, let's see. This is just a, this is like a, this looks like the wrong website. Hmm. There we go. There we go. Best ad libs in the game. Hot new hip hop. Waka flocka bow bow. 
Yeah, that was a wild one. That's a wild one and old as shit. Jada Kiss, that's a good one. His like his weird giggle. Um, of course, you got the oh oh my god what little yachty little boat. Oh my god, that's a good one. Oh, ASAP Rocky was a good one. Um, two chains. True. Oh, oh my god, that was, that school, was such bro. a good one. Fuck. Ah oh, shit. That was. Oh, good. also Kanye's in in his newer song. He goes <laughs> whoop. Scoop. Yeah. Scoop. Whoop. Scoopity whoop whoop. Exactly. All right. So we're going to tweet that out later. I don't know how we're going to tweet out these. We'll probably tweet out a picture and then what they said. I think I'm going to make like a little uh, little video. And like oh, my little put video? Put our voice in, put the you know the actual noises in. Dude, let's do that. And then we'll tweet it out. And then That'll you be get... up. By, I'll have that up by like tomorrow afternoon. Okay. We'll record the voices and then. Exactly. <laughs> That's great. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll tweet that video out uh, and also put on IG and we'll you guys can tell us. Uh, if you liked it, you didn't like it, and give us your best, uh, Please vote. best ad lib. Exactly. You know, vote which one's better. All right, let's move on. R.I.P. In yes. peace. We got two names. One after the other. Right, right. One after the other. First, Bart Starr. He was 85 years old. Five-time NFL champ. Two-time Super Bowl champ. Two-time Super Bowl MVP. Four-time Pro Bowl. 1966 NFL MVP. NFL's 1960s All-Decade team, and his number 15 was retired by the Packers. One of the one of the greats. One of the greats. Absolute R. stud. R.I.P. Another guy, Bill Buckner, unfortunately passed away at 69 years young from dementia. 1981 MLB All-Star. 1980 NL batting champ. A 289 batting average. Surprisingly, didn't know this. 2,715 hits. Yep. That's insane. Career, career failing percentage. 991. Now let's... Obviously, everyone knows Bill Buckner for his error, but he had a career feeling percentage, like you said, 991. Yeah. No team this season has a feeling percentage over 990. And what was weird is that the time when he made that famous error, he wasn't like he wasn't the best defensive option at first base. Nope. Someone else could have went in there and done it. Yep. But he wanted to. He wanted to be on the field, right? Wanted to be on the field to to grab the W and. and be there on the field on the dog pile, and it was just an unfortunate way. And I, I think the I think the New York Times, not the New York Times. I think it was Times Magazine's Instagram posted a picture of Bill Buckner on yep. his Instagram, and then wrote this fucking paragraph about him, but focused all of it on the error. Yeah, dick move. Really, dick move. That's what we were saying. Celebrate the guy. Twenty seven hundred hits. He had a cameo in Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. Talk about the good things. Talk about the good times. Now, I mean, I, the time when he when he made that big error, dude, his life was just destroyed. Yeah, he moved his whole family moved. He was getting death threats. He was out of the public for like years, and then Red Sox Nation basically took him back in and said, "You know, all right, it's, it's been long enough. We forgive you. We forgive you." Exactly. But do they really though? Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. But Bill Buckner, R.I.P. One of the one of the better players in his in in, in the eighties. Definitely, definitely. Stats with Stone with stats without Stone. That's right. So, uh, I'll just call you Stone. But, Liam, what do we got? The Bruins came back to beat the Blues 4-2 in Game 1 of the Stanley Cup Finals. This is the stat that I referenced way, way, way back in the beginning of the pod when you guys were listening. Boston has now won eight straight playoff games. That's the third longest single postseason streak in franchise history. 
behind runs of 10-0 in 1970 and 9-0 in 1972. Sheesh. Each of those two longer streaks resulted in them winning the Stanley Cup. Yeah, that's rough. And in 1970, on their 10-0 run, they swept the Blues 4-0. Wow. So that's why, I, stat that's why I said, no shot. The Blues are winning this. Now, I found this next stat. We have two for you guys today. This one's wild. Wild. I really hope it's true. I saw it on Twitter. saw it on Instagram. I'm a little skeptical by it, but I really wanted just to say it. So, Brooke Lopez had a pretty good season. Big time. Big time. Different season. Doing all, just about everything over the ball, all, all over the season that Kevin Garnett ever had in one season. KG, all, one of the all-time greats, one of the best in our generation. Yeah, for sure. He, Brooke Lopez also made more threes this season than Kobe ever did in one season. I don't see how that makes sense, makes sense. I'm sorry, made more threes. Oh, I just said the same thing. Um, I don't understand how that makes sense. Sense any sense? I mean, I know he was going off with threes this season, and it makes sense since Kobe was, uh, he took a lot of long twos. Yeah, but like Kobe was a fucking scorer. Yeah. Brooke Lopez is like a premier scorer in this league. All right, let, let's just let's just say this this stat is on the back burner. We didn't put, I didn't put enough research into it. I just saw a photo. I'll take your word for it, Taylor. All right. You know what, guys? Take my word for it. We got a last one here. Oh, uh, we got two more. Oh, we got two more. We, got uh, a- we have one more. Well, whatever you want, Taylor. Doesn't matter to me. Yeah, we'll go one more. All right, this is it. Would you wear it? Yes, sir. It's a big one here. Big one. We got Supreme. Supreme. Supreme week 14. Okay. We're about, I'm going to say, two-thirds of the way through the season. Maybe halfway. I'm not, Yeah, two-thirds of the way through. All right, first up, the patchwork tie-dye hoodie. Taylor, let me know what you think. Oh, boy. I know Austin likes these, these sweatshirts. I know you do, right? Uh, yeah. Kind of, kind yeah. Of. Um, Retailing for one eighty eight. This pattern is just a little odd to me. It's very marbly. Yes, but it's going to retail for one eighty eight. An estimated resell, three hundo. Whoa! Yes, that's a big chunk of change. I did some research, and they a uh, similar hoodie dropped in twenty seventeen fall winter, and uh, as of right now, it's around five hundred six hundred dollars the resell. They even have matching pants. They have the matching sweatpants, yep. That full suit. I feel like you would look like a jackass, though, with this. Definitely. Would you wear this? No. Will I buy it and resell it? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> That's right, Taylor. Will I, be, will I be securing the bag? Absolutely. Correct. Next up, we have the Bella Lugosi towel. Yes, I see in the far right uh, of the Estimated screen. the retail around $66. Resell probably won't be too crazy. Maybe 80 to 100 bucks. For a towel, this is like a beach towel. Is a towel beach you, towel? Yeah, you scrub your nuts on. Uh, either. Okay, whatever you want it to be. But it's a beach towel, and it's based off of the 1931 film Count Dracula. On it, you have Bela Lugosi, who's the Hunga- Hungarian actor who played Count Dracula in the first movie, Count Dracula. Will suck your blood. Yes, and what actually is cool about Bela Lugosi, the actor, he w- when he died, he was buried in his Count Dracula, you know, garbage. Was he cave. really? Yeah. Like, leave it alone, dude. Nah, I'm about it. I think that's kind of cool. Dedicated to the craft. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Next up, we have the Supreme Clark's Originals Bandana Wallabies. That's definitely... So, the Wallabies, they're like a... I don't even know what kind of looking shoe they are. 
They got the bandana print on them, so that's why I think they're going to do well. It almost looks like a like a like a outdoor slipper. It's a, the, when I see these, I think this is the kind of shoes people in Australia wear. Honestly, outdoor slipper, right? But they had the bandana print on them. I want to say two, three years ago, Supreme released uh, uh, jackets, North Face jackets, with the same bandana print. Yes. So people are going to want to buy these to match and look stupid for whatever reason. I mean, stupid works. I mean, I, it looks like a lot of this. Those shoes aren't really light. That's correct. On the uh, on the website, I have Taylor looking at it. it's Supreme Community, so they have they put up all the things that are going to drop, and you can go and people vote on them, so you can see what's hot, what's not, and these are not. These don't look like they're good. And then second to last, we have the Supreme Champion Chrome Crew Neck. It's going to be released in I believe six different colors: a uh, blue, an orange, a yellow, a red, a navy. A black, a silver, and a white. That's more colorways than I said the number of. But this is probably looking like it's going to be Supreme Champion's last collab for a while. This is the last season they're going to be collabing, and I'm pretty sure this is the last item to release. Would you wear that, Taylor? I think I would. Just says Supreme and has the Champion logo, a nice chrome. It's just, I feel like that's a hype beast thing. Because everyone wears Champion now. Well, it's not hype beast because it's Supreme. Champion right now. Hey, you hype beast motherfucker. I'm just kidding. That is pretty nice. Uh, oh, double Champion. You were in double champ? Wow. I got these when I was in fourth grade, though, so it was Darn, cool. Yeah, that's when they were cool. <laughs> now everyone just wears them. Exactly. You the Nike NBA socks on, too? Yep. Oh, those are those are nice. Got these for my job. Look how padded these are. Yeah. Oh, oh those are nice. Never break an ankle in these. No, never. Oh, he walks outside, shatters an ankle. <laughs> Broken. Yeah. And then last up, uh, they're releasing sunglasses, four to six models. No leaked pictures yet. But Supreme? They're, yes, they're all going to be profitable, and I'm going to try to buy. Is it a collab with? No, just straight Supreme. Huh. They they did do um, with uh, Jean-Paul Goulier, who's like a French designer. They did a collab of sunglasses, but they were all ridiculously expensive because he's like a high-brand designer, and they all looked horrible. They but look I'm really hoping bad. they just put out some nice, you know, simple Ray-Ban, Wayfair-looking, you know, oh, wafting that right in my general direction. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you. I just hope they put out some normal-looking sunglasses. Yeah, I'm looking at... With them saying four to six miles, one of those has got to be like, all right, I can rock that. I'm looking into sunglasses myself. Oh, okay. I have a pair of sunglasses that I don't want. Ooh. I have. I don't like them. I yes. have them in my possession. Okay. Anybody's interested in Versace sunglasses... Oh, okay. Hit your boy up on in the DMs. Uh, they are for sale. I may have to broker that. Yes, you may. You can. All right. Okay. So... um, on that note. Oh, pod. one more. I forgot. Oh. Nike X Sakai. Huge drop. Big time. Big time drop? Yep. So uh, Sakai, I believe, is a Japanese brand. And they're collabing with Nike um, on a waffle and a blazer. Obviously, with the off-white blazers were huge. Right. But So they're basically two shoes overlapped. So the LD waffle is the Nike LD and then the Nike waffle. I forget what the full name is. But basically combined into one. And that one's coming out in a red colorway and then a green and a yellow colorway. Re- retailing at 160 and estimated resells around $300, $400. And then they have the blazer coming out, which is a yellow or a black and a blue, retailing for 150 and reselling for 400 to $500. Holy moly. Yes. So these are big shoes that are dropping if you're looking for, to make some money. And obviously on the sneakers app. Would you wear them? Um, the Blazers, yes. Maybe not, actually. Which one is the Blazer I'm looking at? That one up top? Okay. 
Yeah, sure. those are the blazes, and the waffles, LD waffles, look a little funky. They got like the double swish, the double tongues. Yeah, it has like almost a double like double uh, sole, I guess you could yeah. say. Interesting looking, definitely weird. But that's where you make your money. Yeah, probably wouldn't wear those. I'd definitely resell them if I ever did. That's what I'm going for. Yeah. All right, so that's a good pod. We will. Um, any last words? No, sir. Nothing? All right, so we will catch everybody uh, next episode on Friday. We out. Hey, I was doing just fine before I met you I drank too much and that's an issue, but I'm okay Hey, you tell your friends it was nice to meet them But I hope I never see them again I know it breaks your heart Moved to the city and I broke down car in Four years, no calls Now you're looking pretty in a hotel bar And I, I can't stop No, I, I, I can't stop So baby, pull me closer In the backseat of your rover That I know you can't afford Bite that tattoo on your shoulder Pull the sheets right off the corner Of that mattress that you stole From your roommate back in the